It's adventures in Jody sitting. Don't you feel bad for me? No siree. That is not what we're here for. I just wanted to remind people that you can use the Anchor app so that maybe one of you will before I die of old age. Um, I'm not saying there will be a prize for the person who does it first, but there might be a prize for the person who does it first. Won't you be surprised when there isn't a prize? Don't tell anybody. Um, I did get some feedback on the podcast name from my friend Billy. Billy didn't like it, but I went with it anyway because he didn't come up with a better suggestion. He also seemed far more concerned that I had a poster for the podcast. So the podcast that hadn't been recorded, hadn't been published, the most important thing to Billy was that I have um, a really cool poster. So apparently he's decorating his dorm room. Even though he's my age, I know him from high school. Um, He wants a poster. So before I even obtained a professional setup with a microphone and equipment and software, I went out, found a good friend of mine, and asked him how much it would cost to have a logo designed or something that could be turned into a poster because I was very concerned that my the one member of my fan club, Billy, would be disappointed if I didn't have a poster. So I just wanted to let Billy know that's a thing that's going to happen as soon as I pull the trigger on ordering the logo. I think maybe I would like to have two or three episodes in the can and see if anybody's downloading them before I spend money on a logo. And I will spend money on a logo because, damn it, artists deserve to be paid. Nobody does this stuff for free or for exposure. Certainly not the person that um, is kind enough to do the work for me. So he's got plenty of other things he could be doing, not this. So... Just keep an eye out for that, Billy. Eventually, it will appear. I referred to my helpful list of podcast topics earlier and noticed that one of them stood out for me, mostly because this morning while I was out to breakfast, one of the specials at the little restaurant was peanut butter and jelly French toast. So I I didn't order it because I don't need that. I did get French toast, but I didn't get peanut butter and jelly French toast. I'm just going to assume it's like the stuffed French toast where they have the cream cheese and it's gooey and too much. Um, it, it's a good idea. Trust me, we can get into that. If you want to send some feedback, we can talk about it. But... Um, What it reminded me of is how every time I watched Yogi Bear and and Yogi stole a picnic basket, when they were eating the food, it made me really, really want a sandwich and some pie. 
And I, I can't be the only person who felt that way. Every time Yogi Bear was eating the food in the picnic basket, I wanted some as well. And I'm, I always assumed my whole life that Yogi was eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I don't know if it's because there wasn't lettuce or meat or cheese sticking out of the bread. Or maybe there was because I'll also be honest, I wasn't crazy about the Hanna-Barbera cartoons. And if I could avoid watching them, I would. But, I, you know, you can't help but catch these things when there are only three channels when you're growing up whatever's on is what you watch. So I did watch some Yogi Bear enough to know that Yogi steals picnic baskets and tries to hide them from the ranger. I mean, what a hellhole that national park must have been. Every single person who goes in, you bring your lunch. Um, back then it probably wasn't carry in, carry out. But, you know, you showed up with your fancy wooden whatever picnic basket and a bear shows up and steals your picnic basket and what was inside one sandwich and one slice of pie on a plate and he ate it and smacked his lips and it always made me want pie and sandwiches unlike when I watched Warner Brother cartoons and I always craved a carrot with the um, leaves sticking off the end of it because that's how Bugs Bunny ate his. So if the internet had existed, if the cartoon internet had existed back in the day, you know everybody would have been complaining about the National Park and how all of their picnics got stolen by the bears and just people wouldn't show up or they wouldn't bring lunch anymore. I have to imagine that nobody would bring their fancy picnic basket that they spent a lot of money on, never mind the things that are inside of it, if the bear is just going to steal it, hide behind a bush, and then eat the contents. Actually, I'm, now I'm a little hungry for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich just because I'm talking about it. That's probably not a good thing because I, I don't want to eat that right now. I could, but I'm I'm not going to. I, I want you all to know, you have my word, I'm not going to eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich while I'm recording this podcast. I'll be thinking about it, but I'm not going to do it. Um, what I might be thinking about is actually those frozen UFOs of wonder, Uncrustables. The official peanut butter and jelly sandwich of Walt Disney World, apparently. That's the only place I ever eat those. We go to Disney quite often. I'm a Disney Vacation Club member. I enjoy going to Disney. It is my thing. But every time we go, um, the Disney Vacation Club, they have little stores where you can buy food because the units come with full kitchens. They always have the frozen Uncrustables. They actually even have them in the regular stores in the hotels and probably in some of the stores in the parks so that you can get a round peanut butter and jelly sandwich that has just had the ends crimped together so that the filling doesn't come out. And I don't know why 
I don't know why I need to buy an expensive peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I There's so many other foods that I love to eat when I'm on Disney property. But I have to have one of those. I'm not going to buy them outside of Disney, even though they'd be less expensive from the store. I don't want more than one. I just need to eat one of those Uncrustables. And I don't care if it's the one with the grape jelly or the one with the strawberry jelly. They are both very, very good. But I tend to get the grape one just because it seems more decadent. And the, the grape jelly doesn't have anything resembling grapes in it. And the strawberry jam sometimes actually seems like it's made out of real fruit. <laughs> I'm sure they're both made out of real fruit. But you can identify pieces of fruit when you eat the strawberry jam. The longer I talk about this, the more of a craving I get for a peanut butter and jelly. So we are going to have to change the subject fairly quickly or I may go stick my face in a jar of peanut butter. Um, I, I guess the, the thing that's throwing me right now is why on earth I thought anybody would care about this why I'm talking about it, it doesn't make any sense to me. I was starting to feel the need to apologize for anyone who happens to be listening to this because I can't believe I've been talking for this long about peanut butter and jelly. But then I thought to myself, oh, I can totally believe that I've spent this long talking about peanut butter and jelly because when my poor boyfriend has to sit next to me in the car for two hours... I talk about a lot worse stuff for a lot longer. Peanut butter and jelly would probably be a relief to him if, if that became the topic of the day. He's probably hoping that I will use this podcast as an outlet so that I will burn out all of the things that I've been thinking or wondering and I won't have to bounce them off him. He's very patient and I probably don't deserve him because I can't believe that he just lets me yammer on and on and on the way he does. On the other hand, some of these are extremely high quality observations or questions. They're, they're important questions. Um, I will share some of them with you over time. If I can't jam them all in today... I'm not going to recreate all of the conversations I had with him today. I Well, I don't want to. I probably could if I tried hard enough. But think about how much it would stink to be him. Hey, honey, you need to listen to the new episode of my podcast. And then he would listen to it and he would think, Oh my God, I already listened to all of this in the car earlier today. And now I have to listen to it all over again. Okay, I can't help myself. I need to bring up one of them. Uh, for whatever reason. No, wait, I remember what the reason was. Um, there was a little ant infestation that we were talking about and a friend of the family, I won't mention him because I didn't tell him I would be bringing him up here. He's probably not going to listen to this. He didn't know how to listen to podcasts. Never mind mine. So 
um, he said that he read somewhere that ants conduct electricity and they can short out your pool filter and that that was frightening but I guess if they're all connected to each other they could conduct electricity I don't know how this would work that ants could short out your your pool filter but you know we did say it is one way to probably kill the ants and get rid of them and then the conversation went to well maybe it would just be like exposing them to radioactivity and they would become superhero ants like Adam Ant dipping back into the 1960s cartoons that I dipped into earlier in this podcast Adamant was this, I think, Hanna-Barbera again, weird little, I'm going to have to look that up. I don't like saying things and being wrong. So, you know, just be aware that I'm going to look this up before I continue. Oh yeah, I shouldn't, I shouldn't doubt myself. Okay, so yeah, Adamant was created by Hanna-Barbera in 1965. I won't say what else was created in 1965, but I feel a certain kinship with Adamant. And it's spelled A-T-O-M. Just in case anybody's confusing. He has a big A on his orange sweater. So he looks a lot like Alvin from Alvin and the Chipmunks. But he also is wearing a helmet because, okay, he's the only superhero probably who has to wear what looks like a football helmet. And what that reminded me of was the great Gazoo from the Flintstones. And Gazoo also had a helmet and had antenna coming out the same way Adamant does. And I did post the question to friends on Facebook earlier today. Who came first or who was the inspiration for the other, Adam Ant or the Great Gazoo? And I will accept audience participation on this one if you have a thought on it. I'm looking at this picture. There's so much there's so much going on here and he does look like Alvin from Alvin and the Chipmunks. That whole wearing a big long sweater that kind of goes down to your knees and it's the same color and it has an A on it. I don't I don't think there's anything original about Adam Ant and I'm disappointed to see that. I was present at the birth of my son. I was actually in the bed with the stirrups so I know I was there and so the 25 year old mother of a 20 year old yeah that probably isn't gonna fly so I'll have to work out some new age that I am. Um, It might be see biologically I'm 33 so hey everybody I'm 33 unless I went to high school with you and then you can just shut up if you have any feedback or comments or you want to tell me to shut up the, the people in that last category should probably just stop listening and you don't need to hurt my feelings Um, Anybody else who has anything to say, 
I can be found on Twitter. That's probably the best place to look for me right now, and that would be at Big Dump Truck. If you are a friend of mine, and like I said, I think probably the majority of the people listening to this are people who already know me, um, you can you can yell at me on Facebook. Otherwise, I will be setting some stuff up so that it will be easier to get in touch with me. I don't know why you would want to. It really isn't going to work out well, and you'll probably regret it in the end. But either way, I'm generally locatable. We'll set up something for Facebook for Adventures in Jody Sitting. Um, and I will talk to you all the next time.